1: Hi everyone, just jumping in here to give you a wee snippet of Culture Vulture, our pop culture podcast. So if you want a break from the news, you should jump over and subscribe to it. This episode of Culture Vulture was brought to you by our mates at part-time rangers. Because why wouldn't you want to save wildlife while you sip? Hello to everyone and welcome back to your bonafide favourite. <laughs> what is bonafide even? Been? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I do we not did. know where you're <laughs> doing with that. Your bonafide favourite comedians. <laughs> Lucy and Liv, like every week
0: it just steps up a notch. Like, I know. The girls you kind of like. <laughs> the girls that you, <laughs> the girls you love. You want to pay $10,000 to see. <laughs> the
1: girls you can't live without. <laughs> Liv, the other night actually, before mm. we get into the episode... We were at Coco's Cantina. We were, and um, I went up to pay, and, and then the girl that was taking my money was like, "Hey, um, I don't want to sound creepy, but I listen to Culture Vulture and I love it." And I, did she come and talk to you? No. And I was like, "How the fuck do you know?" And she's like, "I could hear you. I could hear you." And then I was like, "Oh, love over the turn." She was like, "Yeah, I know." And I was like. OMG, I said, this never happens.
0: It actually does never happen. And I think,
1: like, that's so lovely, but it's also like, fuck, what am I saying in public? Because I felt I was really off that night. I was so tired, I was a little bit sick, and I was like, oh my God. I'm not usually like like, that. This isn't me. In my head, I was like, this isn't me. And I think I said to her, like, lucky I was nice to you. Oh, like, that's the thing. I mean, like, I like to
0: think we're quite nice whenever we yeah. go out, but it's like that added sort of weird, yeah, pressure. I know. like, as someone listening into your conversation, and just like the fact that we think
1: no one knows who we yes. are, but people will recognize our voices. I know, and it was really nice and really cute, but it made me feel a little bit like holy dump, yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> holy dump. I just got to go shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> holy dump, anxiety on me. <laughs> Oh God. Anyway, Liv. Um what are we talking about today? Today we are talking about the book,
0: where the Cruel Dads sing, but more actually about the author and the kind of real crazy story behind this book, because it's just wild. It
1: is. The story behind the story is actually like more exciting than the, than book the itself. story
0: itself. Well, actually I am going to disclaim I haven't read the book yet, but Lucy has, and She's going to kind of run us through that, so yeah. we're all good. I've
1: seen the movie, I've read the book, and I had read this story mm-hmm. behind the book as well. So we are clued up. Liv's dived into the background of it all, which is quite exciting. I actually mm. can't wait to talk about it because the amount of emails that I got when I said, yeah. I'm reading with a crawdad Sing last year, every other email was like, Great book, but have you seen this? Great book, but have you seen this? I'm like, whoa, I need to. It's wild. When I was writing
0: the Culture Vulture newsletter for last week and then because I know that you had put, I think it was one of your recommendations yes. that you were watching. Going to watch Where the Crawdads Sing. And then so I was like typing it up to put it on there. And then I was on, I think, Vulture and I saw that article mm-hmm. um, kind of referencing that actually there's something a bit fucked up behind this plot. And then so I still put it on the recommendation list, but I was like, apparently there's a story behind yes. this story. I haven't researched
1: this yet. So like, let me
0: go. Let me go it. do that. Yeah.
1: And then I text Liv. I was like, we need to do this for Culture Vulture because I saw you'd put that in there. Yeah. Also... How good was Liv's newsletter? We've had so many Liv, I'm Aww. still yet to pull pulled them on to you. So many responses of people loving it. You can get this newsletter every Saturday. It's it's basically an extension of this chat, right, Liv?
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Just a little bit more context, a little bit more of everything. Yeah. Basically. Mainly more like recommendations yes. and so that much sort of good stuff. Shit. Yeah.
1: It's so, so good. Um and if you're a monthly or an annual Cisco supporter, then you get that every week. And honestly, it's it's actually driven a few of you to come and sign up, which is great to see because the content speaks for itself.
0: (laughs) Oh, thank you, Liz.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. Liv,
0: what describes your week? What describes my week is being the party therapist. Oh. Yeah. So... Lucy, I think we've actually talked about this quite a few times and we might have actually talked about it on mic. But so on Saturday night, I went to this bull that our friends put on every year and it was really fun. You like buy a ticket. There's like heaps of people there. Um, And people kind of know that I work for shit you should care about right and so like god whatever (laughs) mainly guys like all of these guys like boyfriends of my friends were like coming up to me and be like oh so like you're you're one of the three girls that work at shit you should care about and then they proceed to like it's actually it's really cute
1: oh okay but it's
0: like they proceed to just ask me my opinion on all of these big world issues or then they just go into like their kind of inner workings of their mind to like talk to me about and like all of it's really really cute but I was sat there I think it was like three or four different people at this party sat there like listening to everything going on in their lives and like
1: I don't know it's nice that you think it's sweet sweet because I've had the exact same experience but it's been like Kyle Rittenhouse should have like <laughs> yeah. wasn't guilty and like what do you yeah. think about national party <laughs> literally and, like, my boss said this to me what should I do yes, and I'm so like shit. sorry I'm actually not here to be your moral like compass. yeah no it is
0: it's like the moral compass and I'm like I'm glad that you think of us in that way like it's very yeah. flattering but it's just so funny because it's obviously after people have had a few drinks they've got yes. all of this shit to offload and because they're not that close with us yes. they feel like it's a safe space to like yeah, go into depth but it was really it was actually really nice I had some really great conversations but it was just really funny like that was literally my night was like talking to people like that and then dancing and that was it I love that yeah
1: I'm happy that it was nice and it wasn't like well you think yeah listen no (laughs) no
0: it wasn't like that which was great like everyone was super respectful but um yeah just really funny how about you Liz what describes your week
1: um what describes my week is well first mainly the past three days um I feel like the opposite of Liv, who has been, to use Belle's word, phoenixing, I would say, over the past few days. Just lots of things, exciting things happening, things going right. Had a a good past three days. Had a good past three days. I feel like the Culture Vulture newsletter really just kicked that off with the good luck. You're manifesting into the world, and then a few good things happened. But I feel like I've been grounded. Like, if you've been Mm. phoenixed, I've been grounded in terms of, like can't get off the ground. (laughs) Purely because I have this thing, and I'm surprised it lasted for two weeks. I can't really hang out with a lot of people for a long period of time, or big groups, like, for more than a few hours. If you meet Lucy
0: IRL, you'll realise that she gives so much energy to everyone she's around, and like, especially in a big group, it's like, Lucy just pours herself out you know and like it's so amazing for everyone who's socializing with her but then obviously it's like she has to then go home and like restore her energy because she gives way more than the average person
1: yeah and that's that is exactly what I'm like Mm. and it's taken years to realize why do I always feel so shit after like a lot of social interaction because for some people that fills them up yeah and I love it but so after two weeks in Sydney with Ruby it was like constantly no alone time and meeting really cool people but always being that like new version of you where you're like I want to you know be as great as I can be and you're not totally comfortable and you're just like yeah and then we got home and I got sick and like the past the like end of last week trying to write the newsletter in the morning we had all this amazing Cisco work that had to be done and I was just felt like I had to tell Ruby, like, this is shit. This work that I'm producing is so shit. I got home. We had all these social events in the weekend. I didn't want to go. I couldn't go. <laughs> I went to, it was like Ruby's birthday dinner. And I didn't feel too bad because I'd spent the day with her. But I was like, I need to come. It's her birthday. And I sat there and I just couldn't say a <laughs> word. At one point, I had <laughs> to say to the person sitting opposite me, they asked me about the future, like, what's happening with Sisker and the future of Sisca, And I said, <laughs> I'm sorry, I actually can't have this conversation with you right now. Like, I. It's too can't. much. Yeah, yeah, I was just like, I can't
0: give you anything. Oh my god, so fair enough. Lucy and I were like at the opposite know. ends of the table, and I kept looking over to Lucy. <laughs> what was <laughs> I doing? Oh, and you were just like, you were sat there like having chats and stuff, but like not in typical no. Lucy manner. <laughs> no, I did not really want Flo to. Flo was that. like your bodyguard.
1: I know, I was actually really glad, Flo. <laughs> yeah. Flo, oi. After the culture vulture, after the person recognized us from culture vulture, Flo yeah. was with me, and Flo was walking out, and then she was like, I should have said that I'm the uptight one that they always bring up. <laughs> I said, yes, Flo, that was your chance to shine. <laughs> oh, it was so nice seeing Flo, actually. Oh, she's actually so uptight. She's, <laughs> she's so great. Anyway, then I um didn't get out of bed for the whole day on Saturday, got over my sickness, didn't turn my phone on all day on Sunday. And then roll around Monday morning, I'm feeling pretty much back to normal. So oh, that's so great. Oh, yeah.
0: Sometimes there's nothing better than a day in bed when you oh. just have no pressure, nothing to do.
1: And me and Liv often work on um, opposite mm. like, mental health. Like, we, we we definitely do, don't we? We've yeah. been both quite stable for a few months. We've yeah. just been really unique. <laughs> really lovely. Really lovely to see.
0: But, yeah. I mean, there's always going to be, oh, it's gonna be ups it? and downs. Yeah, troughs and dips. Peaks and Peaks troughs. Troughs. And, troughs. <laughs> troughs and dips. Just, yeah, just all down. going down. down.
1: Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? A really quick Naughty or Nice. Um, This one's quite interesting. I just found out about it today. So the headline is written by me. (laughs) Not from anywhere. (laughs) I just made it up. No, (laughs) the headline is written by this (laughs) Smith over on the end of the table. (laughs) Julia Michaels deactivates her Twitter after claiming she wrote every fucking song on Sabrina Carpenter's new album. So... This isn't really... That was kind of clickbait baby. No, that's exactly what happened, but it's not mm. as bad as it sort of sounds. So first of all, Liv, I know you know who Julia Michaels yeah. is. We actually love Julia Michaels Yeah, here. we have been big fans of Julia Michaels.
0: I mean, she just writes unique songs. Yeah, she
1: just writes really good songs. It yeah. started... Our flat loved the song Issues um, when we were just... When we were in uni, actually, mm-hmm. like years ago. But she's actually the songwriter behind like so many of our favourite songs. She... Not our favourite songs, mm. because I'm starting with Selena Gomez, well. who I know's music isn't really either about. <laughs> Just to be really honest with you, I actually love Selena Gomez as an actress, person, woman, yeah. wonderful, uh <laughs> I don't think she can really sing. (laughs) Mm, And same with love. I think that's not a controversial opinion. Yeah. But anyway, (laughs) Julia Michaels and her are really good friends. And Julia Michaels wrote Bad Liar and Lose You to Love Me. She wrote Justin Bieber's Sorry, Ed Sheeran's Dive. A couple of songs for Fifth Harmony. Did she write Ed Sheeran's Die? Yeah. I didn't realise that. I know. Um, That's the only good song on that fucking yeah, album. <laughs> Literally. Oh, God. When, yeah, go on, listen to Ed Sheeran. Yeah. So if you want. Um, she wrote some songs for Nick Jonas, like Close with Tove Lowe. Um And, oh, If the World Was Ending with JP It's Sachs. like really good pop songs. Yeah. Like they're,
0: they're commercial, but they're easy listening, but they're also, like, just
1: fucking good. Yeah, and her albums have had some real gems on them, oh. like, her own albums. She's also written for, like, Britney Spears and Linkin Park. Like, she has honestly written for so many people. Justin mm. Bieber, did I say that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, she's, so she's a great songwriter, and she's probably more known as a songwriter than a artist herself. But it turns out, obviously, not everyone's into her writing style, you know, we're all different, but a fan of Sabrina Carpenter, who you all know as either from Disney Channel or as a singer or actress in her own right, but maybe as the third person in the Joshua Bassett, Olivia Rodrigo, Sabrina Carpenter Triangle. (laughs) She just released her new album, and a fan of Carpenters listened to the album, and they tweeted that, like, they really liked the album, but they hated the way Julia writes. But then they went on to be like, I really like the album. And then Julia on Twitter responded saying... After this fan had gone on to say, but I do really like the album, Julia said, But I thought you hate the way I write. And FYI, I wrote fucking all of these. So Julia is credited with co writing six. Oh, so she literally
0: did write. So she literally did. I took it as like I like interpolation sort of thing like I oh. wrote
1: all of these but and she put the music she, in there without yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. no so she did co-write a lot of these songs mm. but then she replied to this fan like it kind of looked like she'd been hacked but right? I don't think she had she just copied and pasted like I thought you hated the way I write I thought you hated the way I write. like you know where people sometimes on Twitter like yeah, they just get in the heat of the moment and like yeah. they get really personal yeah I feel like that's what happened and then Julia deleted her Twitter account mm. but then like took to her Instagram story. not to address the situation but just to sort of write like a, you know, she had a black background white text, just a bit of an uh, an ode to songwriting, it was kind of random Um, she was just like you know, songwriting's my bread and butter. I love it. Like, don't let anyone tell you that you can't. was kind of not relevant, but kind of relevant. It's all very so weird. It's so weird because, like, these people,
0: you know, they put out a lot of shit for, like, huge stars. Of course, like, there's going to be comments all the time yeah. that this song's shit or, like, I, I don't like this. It's So it's really interesting when this one comment comes about yeah. and they just can't handle it I or, know. like, get super enraged and, like, yeah, maybe they're at the end of their tether. Yes. Like, absolutely, that's so fair. But it's just, like... Where's the barrier? And that's where Twitter is weird because it takes away that barrier, right? Between, yeah. like, Between the fan and, like, and yeah. Fan.
1: But it is really odd seeing behavior like this. It's kind of, like, Doja Cat-esque. Yes. Like, but like, is something, yeah, like, yeah. is something going on with you? Or are you just, like you said, at the end of your tether? Yeah. Anyway, this story's... Like, not nice, so no. it's obviously naughty, but it kind of, if it's a marketing ploy, it's kind of made me want to go and listen true. to Sabrina's album because, like, Only true. now I'm like, what songs did Julia write? Because right? I like,
0: like, I like Julia's writing yeah. style,
1: so maybe I like this. So, anyway, it could be marketing. We we have to pretty much caveat everything we say with, it could be a PR stunt. <laughs> now, I can't wait to get into the big Where the Crawdads Dads Sing story behind the story, but before we do that, we probably should hear from our wonderful sponsors today. We are incredibly excited to be working with our mates at Part Time Rangers once again. Fun fact for y'all, part-time rangers were actually our first ever podcast sponsor over on the shit show. That was before we were even a proper business. So naturally, we love them. Yes, Luce, we also love that with every
0: sip you take of one of their RTDs, like the pink rhino or the yellow elephant, you're actually saving wildlife. A portion of the proceeds from every can supports wildlife conservation across the globe, which is fucking amazing.
1: So that's from the big tusk elephants and rhinos in Africa to koalas in Australia and kiwi in New Zealand. There's just so much to love about part-time rangers. And honestly, what better way to chill out than by listening
0: to an episode of your favourite pop culture podcast while sipping on a cheeky part-time rangers bevy.
1: I mean, cheers to that, Liv. And to our besties who are over 18, please go and grab yourself some part-time rangers and save the wildlife while you sip. I hate to do this to you all, but if you want to hear the rest, which I know you do, head over to Culture Vulture wherever you get your podcasts. Love you.